You are now dialed in with the Dial Brothers. Top of the morning to you. No one says that, but good morning. Well, I know, some, well, people, Lord, some people may be watching this and it's good evening or, you know, good afternoon. Right, right, right. But when it premieres every week, it's in the morning. Really, unless we're talking about somebody watching internationally, it's in the morning. Okay. Well, good morning. Good morning. Look, oh, well, speaking of that, uh, again, hey, y'all, we want you to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. But also listen to us on the different podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and there's another one. But speaking of international, I forgot to tell you, there was somebody, I can't remember it from where, I think somewhere in Europe, that it said was listening to the podcast. Um, oh, that's it was cool. On Apple. Yeah, so that's cool. So, that's hey, cool. look, the Dialed In Show has gone global. There you go. And we now have social media. You can follow us on Instagram yeah. and Facebook, The Dialed In Show. Just search that name, you'll find it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. How was your weekend? It was good. Busy, but good. And um, it was 94 degrees in Dallas yesterday. Um, I don't understand this weather because later this week, it's going to be 53. 94 degrees in February. We broke a 100-year record. Mm. Not fun. Mm. Remind me, on my way in this morning, I saw your governor um, make a comment. <laughs> we can talk about that during politics, though. But don't I let me saw your that. governor. I saw your governor yesterday, too. All right. Oh, well, hey, we can talk about both of them because I learned something new yesterday that um, some of my uh, uh, lighter skinned brothers and sisters weren't happy about. But um, yeah, the weekend was good. Weekend was good. Uh, you, you know, I go to church every talking. Sunday. Okay. Huh? Oh, oh. <laughs> what? what does that mean? <laughs> what? You said I go to church every Sunday. Okay. No, I'm just saying. So that's what I did yesterday. You probably didn't go to church. You 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 go to church every other Sunday. Yesterday wasn't Sunday, but okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Whatever. All right, man. What 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 we got? All right. So you know, we'll we'll start the show talking about being grateful. Do you remember getting your first car? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do too. Were you happy when you got your first car? Did you care what the car was? Nah, it was a old, not old, but nah, it was an old Volvo. Um, I was happy to have something to get me from one place to another. Exactly. I had a 97 Dodge Neon. Uh, I was just happy that I had a car. Well, yeah. you know, some people have preferences and get upset. Take a look at this video. I said a Mercedes Benz. I don't like sixteen hundred dollars for That's 16. it for my sweet sixteen and my golden birthday. Well, what this girl was upset that she received a Tesla for her 16th birthday and only $1,600 because she wanted a pink Mercedes Benz. Oh, you gotta like this is better than a Mercedes Benz. It's not. Like, I don't want no car that if I gotta I gotta charge it for it to work. I didn't want that. Girl, you need to be grateful that you got a damn car. I, I could have I could have just been walking. And I gave me a car I didn't even want, and then you gave me little money. Her parents ended up taking her to the dealership to pick a Mercedes for her sweet 16th birthday. And I felt kind of bad. I felt like I ruined her birthday. Let me see. Oh, yeah, this one is good. Okay, here. I'll get this one. It's going to be her sweet 16 birthday oh, present. What do you think about this? Was the daughter ungrateful for the Tesla and the $1,600 gift? And what did you get for your 16th birthday? Uh, this would be a successful birthday. 
<laughs> she said what got me too is when she said, and you only gave me little money. She said, I, I don't Man, want no car. Got like, she got like sixteen hundred dollars, didn't she? <laughs> She said, I don't want no car that you got to charge up to, to, to use. I think part of it was ignorance. I think she didn't understand the whole charging concept. But what ticked me off was when they went to the dealership to get the Mercedes, the mom talking about, oh, I feel so bad because I feel like I messed up her 16th birthday. Man. That was, she was ungrateful and I wouldn't have got her anything. Like, one, she's young enough to know that Teslas are not cheap. So getting a Tesla electric car, even if it's not the car you wanted, if you got a Tesla for your sweet 16 or whatever it was, come on now. Talk about I wanted a Mercedes. Man. Privileged people problems. Hey. Well, and look, she got what she wanted. So <laughs> but see, but see, when you do that at a young age, then kids gonna you're gonna expect that for the rest of your life. That's not yeah, a trait to have. Especially when mom and daddy gone. Yeah. You better, she must have a job to get her own stuff like that. Cause man. Hmm. I just can't believe she was mad that she got a Tesla. Like. It, it, yeah. Um, yeah. Even like you said, even if inside that's not what she wanted, she should have not said that. Look, we lost the we lost a great man this past week. Um, let's let's check out some something funny from the great Eric Mays. Take a five minute recess. Oh. Well, then y'all better focus because who cut? I want to run. So, for as someone who covers politics, if I was able to cover those city council meetings, it would be way more entertaining. I'll put it like that. Look, I want order. I want order. <laughs> Eric Mays is a legend from Flint, Michigan. I mean, hey, I think every city council, every county commissioner, whatever, needs at least one Eric Mays serving on the board. That's that's man. Tell us how it them, is. Some of them have an Eric Mays. It's just not as uh, colorful as he is. <laughs> no, nah, that's what I'm saying. Need somebody colorful. Need somebody colorful like him, man. And and it's cool. Uh, even though they don't like him, I'm talking about some of the people that's on the city council. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's cool just seeing somebody telling the truth, especially a, a black person telling the truth in their natural, natural form. Not trying to make it sound yeah. sophisticated. Yeah, he's saying he ain't sugarcoat it. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah. I think he he reminds everyone of a certain uh, uncle that they have in their family or a grandfather, something. Uh, that yeah. is Eric Mays. Yeah, I was looking so, at uh, one of the videos. He was on a Zoom, and he was drinking wine out of the bottle <laughs> and smoking a cigarette. It, he, hey, he was himself to the end. R.I.P. to Eric Mays, man. <laughs> this is still Black History Month, Stephen. Right? Yeah, man. You look tired. You can wipe your eyes about. Yeah. I mean, a little bit, a little bit. Hey, is 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 um is now? Nah, I'm gonna be honest with you. School. This this last week, this week, and this week midterms. This uh oh lord, this this is a uh, um uh rated PG podcast, but gotta be careful <laughs> what I was about to say. But this this stuff is kicking my butt. Did you diagram sentences in high school? 
I don't know if you did or not. Either way, I'm, I'm beyond telling you know what that means. Look, 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 what I really, what I really want to say, I, I have to tell you off camera. I, I, to, <laughs> because I didn't know, I can't say what I want to say. I didn't know either. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> until I got where I ended up going, and um, man, I hated it. It was like you break down a sentence, and this is the subject, this is the noun, and they draw these lines and everything. I saw oh, that. I've say, seen that. Okay, well, it's come back up now in in school, and man, I'm so I'm I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm making through this. <laughs> this is because I'm like, I ain't do it when I was in high school. So it's like I don't oh, wow. want to do don't, it now. Don't tell on yourself. Don't tell on yourself. It is still Black History Month. This is the last dialed in show for February, and uh, we just want to say. Uh, you know, we're we're happy that we were able to profile some black businesses. Cookie Society here in Texas, New Black Wall Street, which is in Stonecrest, uh, and Eastside Golf. They actually are about to drop some new shoes. I just saw it on Instagram. And we got to get some I new shoes. Get if, if, if you'll ever go on a golf course, Michael refuses to go on a golf course. I don't know why. No, it's just whenever no, you, you try and you, get me to go. Refused, you refused the last, like, two times. Every time you try to get me to go... It's either mm-hmm. bad weather or I'm tired or whatever. Look, you you coming home this weekend, I'll tell you right now, if the weather's good and if I'm not tired, I'll go. Well, that now what that's like a 15% chance. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But hey, I'm wearing Mouse College. Steven went to Claflin University. In addition to supporting black businesses, we should all support our HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. Make sure that if your child is about to graduate in May, that at least one HBCU is on their short list to um, possibly go to in the fall. I don't think any black kid should not at least have it on the list of options. Right, and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you got to go, but no, you should definitely no. consider. You should definitely consider. Yeah. I uh, I just uh, I volunteered last weekend at a HBCU fair. And uh, now granted, you know, Claflin and Miles are smaller colleges, uh, but it, it was pretty cool, like all the way being all the way in Texas and some parents or students knowing Claflin. I mean, we are top 10, you know, since I graduated, but still um, it is cool that, you know, parents are making sure that their kids are considering all colleges, not just in-state colleges or PWIs. It's always good to to, like you said, have it on list. At least, have yeah. Because we, I mean, well, now let's be honest. As you said, Claflin's top ten and, and everything. Now, the vast majority of them not necessarily gonna have all the bells and the whistles that some of these PWIs yep. have. But uh, there's certain value that you gain from going to an HBCU that you just cannot get at the traditional PWI. And PWI, for those who don't know, is predominantly white institution. So we are talking about the difference between black people and white people. Um, <laughs> Why did you have to explain that? Because somebody might not know. They might be saying H- they said what HBCU is, but they keep saying PWI. We didn't PWI. say what HBCU was. I did. It's historically black college and university. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. So now you might go and your dorm might not be as nice. Your class might not be <laughs> as nice. But I promise <laughs> you, you go get the same or if not better quality education uh, and a probably and better experience. Good food in the cafeteria. On certain you being days. sarcastic? Oh, you be yeah, you sound certain days. Yeah. But but or you could go, hey, especially the bigger the HBCU you yeah. go to, 
they have well, nice some of them big ones be having problems too no <laughs> but yeah yeah yeah, but like Claflin, and we never spent so much time on this, but Claflin is building a phenomenal... Uh, yes, um, student center. Yeah, Elizabeth student Hope. center. Yeah. Yeah, it's I've seen it. it now, that's a PWI-looking type thing. Yeah. And uh, some Claflin, people wouldn't like yeah. that I just said that, but... But I get what you're saying. All right, yeah. so uh, how many of you guys lost your phone service last week? Luckily, I did not. Micah didn't either, but Micah ain't with AT&T. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so some people are upset. Well, one, they were upset that their phone service went out. AT&T is doing a great offer for those who lost service. Micah, do you know what they're offering? Isn't it $5? Yeah. <laughs> Man. They said, they said that's the equivalent of a day's worth of service. Well, they could have just kept it. But when they I really saw that, it. I said, if $5 is worth a day of service, then why the phone bill? So, because <laughs> think about it, if it's $5, I don't know if y'all be looking at phone bills, but. Well, what's five paying, times 30? Five times 10 is 50. So, what's 150? You ain't lying. That's still that's that's, that's, but then, that's cheaper. Yeah, they're charging you for data and all that stuff too. You're on the internet and stuff. But do you think, I mean, and. Look at how many customers they have, though. That money adds up. But you're saying if they were only going to offer $5, they shouldn't have did it. Yeah. I mean, don't nobody care. You're not even going to see that. I mean, okay, if they get that credit on your next bill, ain't nobody going to care about $5. They could have kept that money. And AT&T screwed up a lot of stuff last week. I know some people who work for AT&T, and they screwed up a bunch of stuff last week. But here's here's what was funny. That day was our mom's birthday, the day that it happened. And... um. She wasn't getting any phone calls or messages, and you text me and uh, asked me if my phone wasn't working either, and it was hilarious. My phone was working, but I was acting like it wasn't, and I went down there, and I told mom, and I said, he think my phone out, too. I said, but I'm going to wait. I said, I'm going to wait, and like my phone was messed up, but it wasn't. Yeah, I I mean, I even said it on my news story because I did a story. I mean, AT&T is headquarters. It's world headquarters is here in Dallas. Um, mm. I couldn't call my mom. I had to call Micah to talk to my mom on her birthday. Yeah, I bet you she was probably in her feelings. Oh, she like, was pissed. Ain't nobody texting me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was she was pissed, but I mean, it's just one of those things. I know a lot of people having these conspiracy theories or saying that this is proof of like the end of the world or whatever, mm-hmm. that they have so much control over us because if I'm not wrong, I believe early, early in the morning, it was more than AT&T. It was AT&T, T-Mobile, yeah. and Verizon, if I'm not mistaken. And mm-hmm. it's just the other two got there straight. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it is a little off-putting to know that at any moment, they can just... Yeah, but, you know, to, our lives are connected to our phones, which I, I'll admit. I mean, my, my phone is glued to my hand. Uh, I interviewed some people that day, and uh, one woman, she said, uh, she was going to, it was her cousin's birthday. She was going to pick her up for lunch, but she didn't have cell signal. Um, and she said, I pulled over at Starbucks to put the GPS in on the Wi-Fi. And so I guess she was able to use offline GPS. But then she was mm-hmm. like, I couldn't listen to Spotify. And I don't know what the radio stations are. So I just drove in silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah, shows it- like, how dependent we are on our phones. And granted, now she said, 
if she didn't have offline maps, she wouldn't have been able to get her, her to, to her cousin's house. It's a lot of places I wouldn't be able to get to if I didn't have GPS. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, what I was about to say won't make sense. I was about to say I literally use GPS to get to and from church and home. But only reason I do that is just to know about traffic. Um, so I know which way to go or not to go. But yeah, because even mom, she was talking about because our grandfather wanted to get rid of his home phone and um, mm-hmm. just have his cell phone. And she told him, she was like, see, this is another reason why you need to just keep your home phone. So if your cell phone goes out, but I'm like, this is about safety purposes. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, one woman ago, I interviewed, she was nervous about her dad. Her dad's elderly. And uh, she called him on his landline. But what they was going to do years ago if somebody didn't even have a landline. They didn't die if they died. You found them eventually. You I mean, found them days later. Uh, I, mean, can you, I mean, I was the generation that we were like the first young people who had phones, but still like, man, thinking back to like not having phones, man, it's a different time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like you talking about like when you was, uh, and even me when I was a kid, even when we had cell phones, they were nothing like cell phones now. Oh, there right, no, right. No internet and all that. No. <laughs> You remember the 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 three letters per, per button? Yeah, per you hurting your finger doing those little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, AT and T, you should be ashamed of yourself offering me oh, five wow. dollars. No, I'm they, saying five. They, that's like insulting. Oh, you gonna give me five dollars? I think because we know five dollars is so little, it sounds like really that like that's what y'all came up with. Okay, but I'd rather they had done this, said, you know what, y'all, and technically, I don't know, legally, they might not have been able to do this because I guess that was y'all $5, but I'd rather them have said, total, this is $20 million, and we're going to give it to American Red Cross or something. Like, (laughs) do something. Customers wouldn't have been happy with that. I think they should have, well, and then this would have still made people mad, but I think they should have said, like, okay, let's say that $5 equals up to let's just say $5 million for all their customers combined. Then they should have said, we're giving $5 million back to our customers and then let the customer oh, yeah, figure different. out that yeah. it's $5. Hey, uh, they, they, yeah, just saying $5 is weird. Yeah, they could have took that from politicians and all this stuff in D.C. But they say, we doing $10 billion, but this stuff be over 10 years. And it's like, yeah. you ain't doing nothing. Get on somewhere. Look, oh, wow. you and I, uh, well, no, it's not true. When you was in high school, if I remember right, you went through a little one in your hair twisted phase, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very brief. <laughs> yeah. So I was about to say, you and I have always kind of had low cut, but nah, you you tried to do that for tried. a second. Yeah. Um, we still, in 2024, are having these conversations about kids being in certain schools or certain places. Even people, I saw something not too long ago about a police officer who end up losing a job or quitting or something because of it, because mm. of having dreads, uh, dreadlocks. Um, it's messed up. That- yeah. Yeah. So in Texas, uh, last year, uh, lawmakers in multiple states have passed this. You may have heard on social media something called the Crown Act. And basically it pro- prohibits any discrimination in any workplace, public entity based on hair. And, uh, you know, so women wear their hair naturally, more guys are wearing dreads and twists and just a lot of things like that. So the law passed since August, a student, and this is outside of Houston, um, in Texas, this story, 
Barbara Question. Hills ISD. What? This is a Texas law or a federal law? Texas is the latest state to pass the law. Multiple states have mm -hmm. passed this law. Um, so okay. Barbara Hills ISD. There's a student. He's been a black student. He's been suspended since August in school suspension. Uh, because the school district said that his hair violated their code of conduct. He had, uh, they're not even dreadlocks, but he had uh, his hair twisted, braided, whatever you want to call it. And so um, he had been in, in school suspension. His parents have been fighting it. And uh, basically it got to a point, they were like, oh, well, your hair's too long. So then he had it braided up above his ears. Um, there's like, you're still violating the policy. So last week uh, they finally went to court over this and a judge sided with the school district. The judge's explanation is that the school district policy spoke to length of hair for males. And according to the judge, he said the Crown Act did not speak to length. It only said there should be no discrimination based on hair, which. Mm. And I was talking in the newsroom about this uh, in the office about this, because, I mean, more and more journalists are able to say a little bit more uh, which is on their mind, so I'm not going to get in trouble for this. I just, there's so many other bad things that are happening in public schools. This kid has been in suspension since August because of his hair. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to leave this one alone, Stephen. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> not just because... No, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. Especially because, okay, who cares? And here's why I say I want to leave it on because I, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> who cares about the length? I, I mean, yeah. I don't understand what the length of someone's hair has to do with it. Here's the part why I say I might get in trouble. Um, now, I do believe, but who defines this is what makes it get tricky. I do believe that your hair should be kept. Right. No, yeah. Uh, I can understand that. So, but, and I think this is a public school. I don't think they should have the right to really enforce something like that. Right. It's not I like see. it's a private school saying that this is our uniform. You know what I'm saying? It's a, a right. public school, which is different. I just don't, it's just the fact that that is what we are talking about. Like that actually went to court. Like kids' yeah, hair. Crazy. He's been isolated from his school because of his hair. And, you know, being devil's act, somebody might say, well, why doesn't he just change his hair? Like, why should he have to change his hair Shouldn't to go to, to school? Like, yeah. and we'll put up the picture. Like, it does, it's not like it looks, you know, crazy. He ain't got things hanging from it or, you know, I I don't know. It's, oh, and let it's me clarify. Weird. Let me clarify for they come for me in the comments. I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm not saying that dreads or twists or long hair, or whatever, is unkept. That that's not what I said. Yeah, but you that's just keep your hair done. You're right, right, yeah. Because really, what what went to my mind now, especially you talk about HBCUs, mm -hmm. you ever sat in a class behind a a a, a female whose hair was like this, mm. and, and and it was nice, you know. Uh, but that's frustrating. It's, I can't see. <laughs> um, but, but, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's messed up. And I think it should be illegal to, um, now I guess in their mind, they're saying he kept violating the rules, but right. it should be illegal to keep a student in, in school suspension for that long.
That's, yeah. That it, is, it don't make sense. And it, yeah. I mean, this story is made national news. And the, the biggest thing was people, you know, when they finally went to court, people were like, okay, you know, they'll finally get, you know, rid of this. And the fact that the judge pulled out, like, saying, oh, well, the district's talking about the length of his hair. And I bet you, I bet my money, none of these judges or, or whatever look like him. Correct. Mm. Yeah. It's just, and then, I mean, the thing is, especially in a state like Texas, uh, and granted, it was Republicans and Democrats who voted to pass the law, right? The Crown Act. But it was still an uphill battle to get it passed. Like, it, it was stalled two years ago, and then it came back last year. And so to get it passed, and then, I mean, now this means they need to go back. And Texas yeah. is weird. They meet every other year. So in 2025. Oh, yeah, I did not know in that. In 2025, and amend the law to now say, discrimination against hair length and hair like which is that's busy work for no reason that doesn't have to be done that's um the word i want to use is no longer politically correct so i can't say it uh that's crazy they i'm talking about they meet every other year that's the part yeah, I'm talking about it, crazy. it shocked me when i moved down here um because you know you used to lawmakers the legislature so mean every year so they pass a budget for two years so a whole year goes by and they don't meet. The now I'm gonna get some of this wrong. The original there's two points that from like long ago why they did it. One, Texas is so big, and keep in mind the way lawmakers used to travel to the capital. I mean, uh, way back in the day, it was oh, dangerous going. To, to go uh, so far um, every year, and then also. Uh, some of the reasoning from some people is so that you can spend a year in your district with your constituents. So it's like one year working in Austin, one year you are with your the people who elected you. It's weird. It, it is weird. And it, um, but it's kind of run together because we had so many special sessions last year. So, but that's yeah, they meet every other year, which is um, very interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about these doggone shoes, man. <laughs> you got some heat for uh, first. Yes. Oh, do you want to give your response first, or do nah, you want to nah. talk let, about the subject first? Let's talk about it, then I'll I, I say okay. what I Look at this video, y'all. Okay, now we were talking about race and all that stuff, and I brought this up. When we first talked about this, so a person who appeared on Fox News said that these shoes, these Trump shoes, are going to attract black voters because they like sneakers. <laughs> I posted on social media. That was the most ignorant thing I heard that day. Like, oh, yeah, that day. Yeah, I thought you were saying from day. him. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't even know who that man is, to be completely honest. But uh, the <laughs> that like. It's one thing to do things to try to appeal to a, a block of voters or certain people, but saying they like sneakers, this is going to give him the edge over Joe Biden. Like, But here's the thing why I uh, think Trump believes that. Trump also said, well, not also because he didn't make that comment, but Trump said that um, black people liked his mugshot. Did you see that? Yeah. Um, he, he said they wear my mugshot on his shirt on their shirts and then he said um 
because I've been indicted, right. which implies that black people only have legal troubles. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's furthering this narrative that all we care about is crime, shoes, and fried chicken and watermelons. Is 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 It's absolutely ridiculous, and to know that he can say all this stuff in his base, they right there with it. They 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 like yep. yeah. Uh, and it's crazy because we, uh, those who work in corporate America and everything, you, you work with these people, you live next to these people, you, you know, and it's like, um, we, or more so they to us, and I'm not even necessarily talking about a white back thing right now, I'm just talking about a right and wrong thing. Um, we hate each other. Is it, it's crazy, but back to the shoes, back to the shoes. I got a lot of heat last week. <laughs> um about comments i made about these shoes man uh, was, so the, what, what what is the, what is your response <laughs> no nah, okay let me clarify i wasn't you were saying, saying the shoes looked appealing is that what you were saying if they look cool that that's like going back to the whole thing i think we said it in one of the episodes if donald trump was standing right next to me i'd take a picture with him why not because i like donald trump but because he was a former president of the united states we talk about respecting the office mm-hmm. um so I'm taking a picture with a former president. I'm not just taking a picture with Donald Trump. So with the shoes, if something looks cool, it looks mm-hmm. cool, right? But then furthermore, I um, when I said I would have bought them if they weren't as much as they were, they didn't cost as much as they cost. You know me. This is the Dialed In Show. Uh, I like to collect things that are either cool collect. or have a collect. story or, or something like that. There are many things that I, I'll go ahead and be honest because we being real. Y'all, I like to collect uh, uh, certain liquor bottles and stuff. Now, they don't drink may, Right. Now, somebody may say, oh, my God. Did he just say that? He'll pass and right. say he collect liquor. He don't drink them. <laughs> right. Stephen, I don't even drink it. I just either it has a story like, uh, oh, black. That's what I could. Well, um, uh, Are you she's, about to she's, say she's about to. No, 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 no. She's about to be a billionaire. Um. What, Nearest Brothers? Yeah, I mean, Uncle Nearest. Uh, Uncle Nearest. Yeah. Um, phenomenal story. Dang, that's what we should have talked about on today. Because um, Uncle Nearest is really who taught Jack Daniels. But that's, we're not talking Correct. about that. I'm saying they, all that. Um, they, uh, they're about to give some money to some HBCUs. I know Clapham's on yeah. the list. Yeah, no. so I say all that to say, I like to collect things. And so in, in my mind, to 50 years from now, have these shoes from this crazy president that we had uh, would be cool. That's all. That's all. But look, I'm not going <laughs> to buy his shoes or his cologne. <laughs> they uh, out. You missed or, the boat. You missed out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I would so put know, one on layaway for you. <laughs> so just know if y'all ever see me with some liquor or something from a person y'all don't like or something, it's probably just because I'm collecting it. It's not a. It's mm. not a. Yeah, you got some heat. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. told you that was gonna happen though. You didn't believe me. You didn't believe me. Yeah, because you said all they gonna hear is that you like Donald Trump or his shoes or Which, whatever. Well, I mean that's that's not what this podcast is. But it, if you did, that's between you and the voting booth. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all people are gonna hear is one thing and i mean that's the adrian too of well you hear one thing and then you just run with it and not hear the context of it so no i i could just say i told you so that's all look look it's not in our in our set but 
two things for politics I want to bring up. Um, mm-hmm. One, let's go back to Texas real quick. I saw, I believe it was Alabama, I think. Have you seen the stuff about them saying uh, you disposing of an embryo is yeah. is like the same as abortion or whatever? Yeah. This morning, if it wasn't this morning, it was just last night. Uh, your governor, the, the oh man, I really wish I wasn't no pastor. If if I wasn't no pastor, we would we would really have some fun. We really would. Um, but your your governor, uh, standing tall, was talking to Dana Bash. <laughs> you missed it. Continue. <laughs> was talking to Dana Bash, and he said that, um. Uh, it's complex. He said, I support IVF, but it's complex. Do you think yeah. that Texas is going to do what no. Alabama did? No, and Alabama is going to backtrack on what they are doing because uh, Donald Trump uh, got pressure and said he supports IVF. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's a bit too extreme. You know how many, there are so many uh, families who use that and, um, conservative families who, who use that yeah. and so um i think now that trump has said he supports it uh, i think people in alabama will mysteriously change their mind i'll put it like that mm. but i mean well that was the supreme court thing but you got what i'm saying lawmakers uh they'll they'll change it and uh cnn uh, uh the minority leader in the house in alabama was on cnn uh this week and he was asked about it and he said that he thinks because donald trump made those statements siding with Democrats um, that something had changed. But he said that was in detail. So you never know. Uh, I think all these states are just trying to see who can out conservative who. Um, and so they're just finding different ways to come up with laws that look more extreme to the other. Um, yeah. 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 What yeah. was your other I think this, I think this, Well, where do you stand on it? Do you think that what uh what the alabama is doing is good or bad i i think it's gonna harm more families because like i said it's a lot of families who need that to have a child so yeah i I think it'll get changed do Um, you think it's the same as abortion disposing of an embryo man i i'm not that knowledgeable about it (laughs) well from what i understand i think is sometimes some of these parents they uh, get these embryos or these mm-hmm. eggs and the, you know the whole nine and they freeze them if yeah. you will uh and then once you've had so they might have multiple mm-hmm. and let's say they use one and it's successful they miss well okay well right. we just want one kid we don't want the other ones right the disposal of those other ones i guess is what they're saying is the same as like yeah. killing a child because if i'm yeah. not mistaken i believe nikki haley supported it like I said, everyone is trying to cater to the reddest of red meat. I mean, it's election season. If this wasn't a presidential election season, we didn't, we likely wouldn't even be talking about this. I mean, things things do happen on purpose. Uh, to I mean, it's the perfect time to talk about it. Uh, in Texas, we're having like a they don't want to call it like a Republican infighting uh, because uh, a group of Republicans voted to impeach our Attorney General. He was acquitted last year. So now he's on a revenge tour. He's endorsing all the people who are running against the incumbent Republicans who voted to impeach him. Uh, the governor is going against the people who went against him, the school choice. So 
we're having way more Republican ass because Republicans are fighting Republicans, which is something that you don't often see. Typically in a primary, for someone who's been in office for a while, they just kind of sail to reelection. Um, yeah. This, a lot of races are being challenged, so we're seeing all this back and forth. So it's the timing of it. It's, I mean, this is intentional. It's to make people talk. It's to cater to the base. In any primary, you're catering to the most extreme wings of your party. Democrats, you're catering to the most progressive wing of the party. That's the same thing with Republicans. You heard about the girl, young lady, who um, was murdered at UGA? Yeah. I was looking at, uh, I think they had a vigil or something yesterday on campus. Yeah. Supposedly, the guy who did it um, allegedly was um, from somewhere. Not from here. Um, But there was this conversation that I saw on Facebook, and I didn't verify it as far as, but it, it might be true. Because uh, they said, no, the reason I say it is, I trust what they're saying, the people who said it. Uh, mm-hmm. The governor of Georgia, uh, allegedly, I'm saying allegedly because I didn't hear my own ears. Mm-hmm. When he had his press conference yesterday, or day before, um, he mentioned that the city of Athens, where the University of Georgia is, is a sanctuary mm-hmm. city. Uh, oh. I don't know. It, it doesn't say I don't know, but I, I I trust that these people not saying he ain't say that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, so let's say if it is um, in the comments, and, and I knew some of these people in comments, um, there was frustration. Number one, that people didn't know that Athens was a sanctuary city, and mm-hmm. that it is a sanctuary city, and that they would allow a city with a large population of young people. They're referencing mm-hmm. students at UGA to be a sanctuary city. Um, so I guess my question to you is not whether or not you support sanctuary cities, but do you support sanctuary cities being in cities that have a high number of young people? Like, should I they be? Think, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Um, I think that could be a narrative that someone's choosing to talk about because some cities are just sanctuary cities in name only. Like, but some cities actually are sanctuary cities. Like if you look at like LA or New York city, like they are saying, yeah, we won't, when police investigate crimes, they're not going to report you if you're undocumented or if you're illegal because they are investigating the crime, not the other thing, man. I think that's semantics. Um, as far as like it being in a college town, it's a bunch of colleges in New York, it's a bunch of colleges in LA, it's a bunch of colleges in Chicago. So I, I just think that's something that, someone if it's true may just be using to to fit their narrative because what what does sanctuary city have to do with college well i guess that's going back to our 40 was he 45th 45th president's idea of these people uh and that they're dangerous yeah, people no, now i will say and there there have been multiple stories on this like from governor abbott busing migrants to different sanctuary cities uh, there have been way more crimes in involving uh, undocumented people or migrants who crossed illegally um, that are committing crimes. Now, that doesn't fit the narrative of what Donald Trump said years ago of they're rapists. They're like, okay, right. he's categorizing them as one, one group, and that's not accurate. But are there crimes happening uh, from people who have entered the country illegally? Yeah. I mean, no one can say there hasn't. There has. Um, uh, there's been multiple incidents in New York um, where that has happened, but I just I'm just saying the whole and I don't even know if Athens is a sanctuary city, but the whole 
narrative of, oh, Sanctuary City shouldn't be where college is. I, I think that's a stretch. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. Moving on. You look at you asking all these, like, contentious questions. <laughs> nah. Uh, ooh, dang. Republican slam Athens mayor for running a sanctuary city. This is according to Fox 5 Atlanta. Um, so it, it's real. UJ campus murder. Are there sanctuary city counties in Georgia? Sanctuary city yeah, is commonly defined. what sanctuary city has to do with a college, though. Like, a college what? town. You know how many colleges are in cities like i just don't well, but you know connection. how many cities don't have colleges though I, I think. one thing is i don't understand the connection though so they're saying if it wasn't sanctuary city this possible suspect wouldn't have been there that doesn't mean that he could have traveled there okay uh, let's say I, I atlanta think we is kinda... a sanctuary city. no i'm saying let's say atlanta is a sanctuary city which it might mm-hmm. be yeah but it might be okay so let's say he was in atlanta mm-hmm. if he wanted to commit a crime Oh, I want to go to Georgia, 45 minutes away. What's the difference? You always my University of Georgia. Yeah, what's the difference? Uh-huh. If him traveling from a sanctuary city to commit this alleged crime. But I think that's, that's, city. that's the hypothetical question, though. This isn't hypothetical. He was in a sanctuary city and he committed a crime. But what I'm thinking is, what does the sanctuary city have to do with the crime? If someone committed a crime, they committed a crime. Like... No, nah, they're saying if he had never been there, then he might have committed the crime in another city. <laughs> is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah. What does the location have to do with the crime? If okay, I think it's like shoot, this: if people didn't drink alcohol, we might not have any deaths on the road. Like that's just a general statement. That doesn't mean someone's gonna be drunk tomorrow and hit you. Like I, I just don't like that the generalization of it. Like. Yeah, I think saying it's like okay, this. well, if we didn't have a sanctuary city, this murder wouldn't have happened. That's not true, because it could have still. It could. have. I think it's like this, and I'm being devil's advocate a little bit, but a little bit I'm being for real. The the, and I might get in trouble for saying this for comparing the two. I think it's it's like how you have um, sex offenders who are not supposed mm-hmm. to live near schools. Right. I think for those who have this idea in their head that these people are criminals, it's the same mm-hmm. thing for them. It's like, well, they yeah, shouldn't be around. Just travel to somewhere they're not supposed to go and still commit the crime. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I guess. I guess. We, we maybe me. You didn't brought up some drama, man. I'm going <laughs> to delete this, this segment. <laughs> no, we, we being real. It's just, I just think, okay, to her family, uh, right now, I understand the victim. Yeah, they're going. The victim's family is probably going to say, "Oh, if he wasn't here, this wouldn't have happened," which is a possibility. But also, a person could have traveled to said location and committed the crime. So that's all I'm saying. Like saying this would have never happened, I don't think it's accurate. I guess politics part of the the doubting show is always my favorite part. I I just think that it's. I don't know. Your, I, and I'm your not camera against. breaking up. Hold on, Micah. Your camera breaking up. I don't, you're frozen. Nah, you should just keep going. It's not going to be like that in post. Now I got to cut that out. Uh, uh, you may figure out saying, go on to sports. <laughs> what then I might saying? leave all that in. Okay, whatever. Uh, then nah, how you going to say I might leave all that in? I think what I'm saying is I just I, I'm not against sanctuary cities. I'm not against I'm not, legal. I'm not taking a position on that. All I'm saying is saying, oh, do you think sanctuary cities should be in a college town? 
What does that have to do with anything? I don't like, see what you don't anything? see what it has to do with it. Okay, so let's say if Atlanta is a sanctuary city, University of Georgia, I mean, not University of Georgia, Georgia Tech, State, Georgia State, Morehouse, Mark Atlanta, more, okay, so uh-huh. like, somebody going to say the same thing? Maybe, well, and I think Atlanta and Athens are is two different situations. But what I'm not understanding is, okay, what though? Like, what about it? Like, a, the and, epicenter of Athens is UGA. Okay. So I I guess what they're saying is, why would you make a sanctuary city be a city where the main focus in that city is young people between ages 18 and 22? What does the age have to do with it? Because they're saying that some of these people are dangerous. Okay, but those students aren't there 365 days a year. She was there the day she got killed. And also, no, but I'm saying also people just live there. Like, I, I just you don't understand. Athens, yeah. I just don't understand the connection with the age. Like, I'm not understanding. Like, what? So, okay, so you're saying, correct me if I'm not taking you right. You're saying once you graduate high school, you're an adult. And so all these age things don't matter. I'm just saying, so what? So every... College town supposed to be a bubble. I'm not. I'm just not understanding because I don't think some people understand what sanctuary city is either. Like that just means they're more welcoming to people who, enter who are not here legally, or you know what I'm saying. And yeah. um, the the groups of people that are being sent to sanctuary cities, and this is what people don't understand. Even the people that Governor Abbott are, is busing away, those people are being. Um, they've been processed. <laughs> And they've been sent to other places while they are waiting their hearing, their mm-hmm. s- legal status hearing. So it's not like someone crossed the border and then a governor or something said, oh, you want to get on this bus? We're going to bus you to Athens and not vet you and nothing like that. Like, mm, I, I don't know. I just think I if know. it was it's a hot button, sister. It's a hot button issue. And... I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm trading very lightly with what I say. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I, the, I just don't understand the whole because it's a college town. I, I still don't understand what that has to do with anything. All right. Well, we can move I on just don't understand what it has to do with anything. Like, I, look, like I said, I'm not technically they're adults, <laughs> right? So that's why I brought up the whole question about: Do you think after high school, then they're an adult, so age don't matter? Uh, look, I'm not against sanctuary cities. I'm not against immigrants. I'm well, just I'm saying, not taking a side either way. I'm just saying I don't understand the argument of, oh, uh, this college city. I mean, it's still a city. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, regardless of what you think, it's still a city. Yeah. Now, I, their number one employer is the University of Georgia. Yeah. But what is that? I just don't understand the reasoning. I don't know. Yeah. So we just agree to disagree. I, I'm not saying I agree with them people, I, but I do understand it a little bit. That's all I'm saying. You, you think say you don't understand anything. It. If your loved one gets killed by a drunk driver, man, if they didn't sell alcohol in this city, or if your loved one, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just not understanding. Uh, I don't know. This is way over my head. It's above my pay grade. <laughs> no, it's not. But okay. Look, uh, at Duke, tell us what happened at Duke. It wasn't at Duke, but. All right, one, I don't like Duke. Um, but Wake Forest, whatever. Yeah, so Duke was playing a game. They got upset, I believe, by Wake Forest. And 
in college, when you win a big game, when you beat a top-ranked team, uh, Wake Forest was not ranked. I believe Duke may have been ranked eighth. And Wake Forest is a team that doesn't always beat Duke. Regardless, when big games happen in college, kids storm the court or they storm the field. If Georgia beat number one Alabama and Georgia wasn't ranked, Georgia's going to run on the – all the fans run on the field. Now, uh, for years, the conference – will find the school uh, if it happens. And I think it's like $5 million or something like that. But um, kids do it to celebrate, and it's kind of like just tradition pageantry. When this happened last week, a Duke player was injured, one of their star players. And in the post-game press conference, the coach was saying, this is dangerous. We need to ban storming the court. What do you think? Do you think, like, fans running up? Because, I mean – the second the game ends, everyone's running on. And so the the away team or yeah, the away team players have not safely gotten to the locker room. And there have been instances where, you know, you got drunk fans or regular fans, they might, you know, take advantage and, and hit a player on purpose. Now this one, I don't think he was hit on purpose. He was just rushed and hurt himself. Yeah. Do you think it should be banned? Yeah. I mean it- now it's tradition and it's everybody having fun. It, it, it says it's almost like we've been doing it this long. Why stop now? But you can't say that about everything because something <laughs> should stop. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah. At the, the point when, especially star players are getting hurt, now you messing up our money. Uh, That's all they then, care about. I mean, Caleb right. Clark, in Iowa, when um, the team beat them. And, well, some people said she flopped when you look at the video, but she was hit by a fan running on the court. So this is something that is being seen more. It's not just, like, w- once a year. Um, and but what's what's the penalty, though? Do you get arrested? What? Like, if you, no. if you do it. No. I said the school gets fined by the conference. No, no. I'm saying, okay, if the school wants to enforce this, okay, to the fans, wh- so to you tell right. them, and then how y'all, you gonna be able to catch every single person who ran right? Out of the court. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If everybody do it, what, y'all about to arrest everybody? That's, right. I just uh, one. I don't see. I mean, I like it. Like the storming of the court is cool. It, yeah. it speaks to the. It makes. It shows how college is more passionate than it's some a part other, of the experience. Yes, but. I do recognize that some players are getting hurt, which sucks. And especially like, okay, let's say it's UNC Duke or if it's Georgia, Alabama, or like schools that don't actually like each other, then that might open up the floor for, you know, someone to do something inappropriate and a hurt the player or something. Yeah. Um but I don't I don't want to see it banned, but I wish there was a way. I mean, there's no way because it literally happens the second the clock is zero. So there's no way to yeah. shuffle the away team out. And then let the kids storm the court. So, I don't know. So, you think they should ban it? Uh, I, I mean, really, I say no because we've been doing it forever. And it, it, well, say, we've been doing a lot of things forever, <laughs> right? So, I, don't know, I don't know if that's what you want to say. Right. Well, I said that a second ago. I said you can't say that for everything, right? Because uh, some things do need to change. But. Um, for the safety of the players and the safety of their money, yeah, ban it. I just don't mm. know how they're gonna enforce it. That's that's why I brought up the whole. Yeah. Uh, that is the part I don't I don't know how they're gonna do, um, mm-hmm. because I don't think it would be enforced fairly. 
which that opens up a whole nother conversation. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think that can get dangerous. Say it again. I think that can get dangerous because I don't know how they would enforce it. You keep freezing, man. You're completely <laughs> frozen you're on saying. my. You're completely frozen you're on my still screen, freezing, and now it's, it's buffering. Just wait. Just wait. All right. Now, what'd you say? I said now you was completely frozen on my screen too. Oh well. But what were you I, saying? I, I said. I just don't know how it would be enforced. And I think that that would get to be a dangerous situation because I don't think it would be enforced fairly. I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. everybody would get the same treatment. Um, right. Especially in certain areas, I think certain people would get tackled before others. And, and mm-hmm. so I think it, op- it would open the door to some stuff that just doesn't have to. But, hey, it, no nobody deserves to get hurt, though. Right. Player or All right. not. All right. So a little inspiration. Man, we've had some heated conversation today. Uh, so, you know, police officers have body cameras, and sometimes it catches bad things, and sometimes it catches good things. So here in the Texas area, uh, the Denton Police Department, a woman vehicle went off of a bridge at like 2.30 in the morning. She was trapped inside, and the officers were able to save her. Take a look. <laughs> So it's really cool. I mean, like I said, body cameras catch good things and bad things sometimes, but that was a good thing that happened. So I'm happy they were able to save her. Yeah, be a nice person. <laughs> I mean, they were doing their job, but okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, there's plenty of people who got job. a job to do and they don't be nice. What's your kick of the week, man? Here it is. Fresh off the press. I've not worn this. I believe Ooh. I'm being honest. I believe still I'm gonna got wear this. Tag on it. <laughs> yeah, I believe I'm gonna wear this for Easter, I think. Oh, you already know what shoe you're gonna wear for Easter. Yeah, because I already know what suit I'm wearing, so I believe I'm wearing this for Easter. <laughs> All right. Well, I, like I got it. some little I'm bringing back to the dunks. I got some little green joints, man. Oh. So man, I can't. It's too bright. Those are kind of cool though. I like the color. Yeah, they're nice. Oh boy. Green dunk. Yeah. All right, so remember to now follow us on Instagram, Facebook, The Dialed In Show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. Yeah, make sure y'all are leaving reviews and ratings on the podcast platforms and um, fill up the comments. I don't think we can't make the decision yet because it seemed kind of split whether or not y'all would be called the uh, Dialers or I think the, the Dialed In fan. Mm, the dialers. 
I think like Dollar Dow, then fam. But all right, we'll continue that conversation on the comments. We will see you guys next week. Your mother said the Dow Den fam, but okay. Move see on. y'all next week. She just trying to man. See y'all next week. Y'all have a great <laughs> week. Bye. <laughs>